Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. The NFL regular season has arrived, and the Cardinals have just arrived in the end zone. James Conner, a touchdown run, cutting their deficit in half to the Kansas City Chiefs. It's 14-7 early in the second quarter, one of four late games in this late window. Welcome aboard. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. It's been an absolute crazy, craziness in week one, George Reister, including what happened in the Windy City. Let's focus on that. Ready, ready. Now, now. Hey, let's go, let's go. It's time for the NFL on Fox. Focus. I'm not sure how many people picked the Bears to take down the 49ers today, but they did it in a monsoon on the shores of Lake Michigan. Chicago gets the win 19-10 over San Francisco. Daryl Moose Johnston was on the call for Fox on that game. Moose, have you ever seen conditions like this that we saw today between the Niners and Bears? Um, I actually did have one in Buffalo one time. Uh, okay. We did a game in Buffalo, and actually, it actually chased Tony Saragusa up to the boot. It was raining so hard. <laughs> But Pam Pam Oliver's a lot tougher. She hung she hung down there the whole game. And that's that was on turf, right? This was on grass. I mean, exactly. this would have been yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's dive into this matchup because I think a lot of people wanted to make a grade on Trey Lance. Do you think it's fair we make a grade on Trey Lance after one game in and what they had to deal with today? No, no, not not at all. Um, you know, either way, you know, good or bad. Uh, I don't think it's fair to make a grade on Justin Fields yet either. So. Um, you know, the, the big thing about San Francisco that everybody talked about was, you know, it, this is a Super Bowl caliber roster. They've got a great defense. They've got great wide receivers. They've got a strong running game. So it, it kind of pointed everything to Trey Lance. And so if, if things didn't work out, 
everything was going to be his fault. But you're going to go back and watch this film. I mean, 11 penalties for almost 100 yards. Um, they had the two turnovers. They had an opportunity in the beginning of the game to really take control of it, and they didn't. Uh, and then the weather became an issue uh, in the fourth quarter. So, you know, the, the big lesson is when you've got a chance to put an opponent away, you have to do that. And, and San Francisco had that opportunity in the first part of the game, first quarter, second quarter, uh, and it was only 10 to nothing. Um, and so you get a couple of big plays that Justin Fields uses his athletic ability to extend and make, you know, make throws down the field, and all of a sudden it, it's a tight game again. So uh, I, I think everybody in San Francisco is going to be trying to to use this as an evaluation of Trey Lance, but uh, I, I don't think that's fair at all. And, and it's not just the conditions. It's the way the game went. Um, you know, it, 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 it's the first game of the season. There's lots of things that Kyle Shanahan has in place that, that I'm sure that they haven't perfected yet. So it's week one. And, and <laughs> you know, overreaction Monday is always a little bit stronger after week one. So hopefully everybody, everybody in San Francisco, uh, you know, keeps it in perspective. Uh, Moose, for those who didn't get a chance to actually see the game them themselves, can can you talk to talk them through how bad the conditions were because they were pretty awful. Yeah, they were in the beginning of the game. So pregame, we got we got a really heavy shower that came through. Really heavy rain came through, um, and and really kind of soaked uh, the entire field. Now the the, the field was just sodded this past Monday. Um, so it's not draining real well. They're trying to keep it real tight. Um, so they squeegeed the entire field, uh, you know, prior to the start. And it, it actually was playable. Um, it, it really wasn't that big of an issue. But then when we got into the, seventh, the second half and uh, that second wave came through, uh, the field was already soaked. Uh, there was nowhere for the water to go. And, and it just started to puddle up everywhere. So, and it was perfect timing, right? The Bears make their move when the weather is relatively dry and clear. Well, I wouldn't say clear, but it's not raining. Uh, and then all of a sudden, as soon as the Bears went ahead, nineteen ten, it, it just it started to rain really, really heavy. So it was going to be it was going to be really, really hard for San Francisco to be able to function offensively in that position. Daryl Moose Johnson joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, doing the color analyst for Fox and the Bears 19-10 win over the 49ers. Elijah Mitchell went out. Um, Debo Samuel had to take up some of that rushing load along with Jeff Wilson. But there's no Raheem Mostert uh, anymore in San Francisco. How much does this team now rely on Debo in that dual role that he did at points last year and maybe didn't love? If, if Mitchell's out for an extended period of time, how much do they rely on Debo now? Uh, I don't think they really want to go back to that. I, I think they, they had a plan in place with, with healthy running backs, and, and I think that's still what they'd like to do uh, with Jeff Wilson, with Jordan Mason. Um, uh, they've got uh, another young guy, uh, Tyreon, uh, that, that they're very pleased with. Um, so they, they've got pieces in place. They could bring a guy back if they really felt like they needed to because I know they, they've parted ways with some guys if, if they're still available and haven't been claimed off waivers. Uh, so there's things that they can do, and, and I don't think they really want to get back to what they had to do last year sure. when they had to bring Debo into the backfield. So that, that would be down the ladder of, of options for Kyle. Um, but I, I think uh, the biggest thing now is you know find out how Elijah's doing. But I think there's two backs there that they're very, very comfortable. And if they can stay healthy, and the big thing last year was, you know, it was attrition at the position. You know, it wasn't just Elijah. It started to hit everybody. Uh, and they really had no option. They still got options right now at this point, you know, to stay traditional at the running back position. 
And you have seen a lot of football and division winners and, and stuff like that. So what did the Bears, and I know the they, the, the weather was poor, but did, does this look like a team that can compete in the NFC North? This was a very uh, opportunistic team. Uh, this is a team that was very focused on the details of the standards that Matt Eberflus put in place. Um they were conservative in their game plan. Uh, they were very opportunistic offensively. Um, they never lost. They never lost faith in, in what they could do. Um, I mean, they had horrible field position to start the game, and that's where San Francisco, you know, really missed out on their opportunity. I think at one point we flashed a graphic, and I think San Francisco was starting their drives at their own forty-three, and Chicago was starting at their own twelve. Um, so, you know, they they didn't they didn't get frustrated. They didn't panic. They just hung in there and and kind of did the day-to-day things that, that Coach Eberflus has, has preached to them since he's became the head coach. And you know, I, I think it, it, it's going to be great for the Bears moving forward because everything that he talks about was proven today. You, know, you, you, you end up beating you know, one of the teams in the NFC that, that, it, that people are talking about could be a Super Bowl potential team. Uh, and you did that with a roster that's not as talented, um, you know, with a first-year head coach, uh, with everybody learning a new offense and a new defense, and you hung in there and just stuck to your fundamentals and you won the game. So this is going to be this is going to be a huge validation for everything that the coaching staff is trying to put in place. I love how you didn't want to rain on their parade and just say they have no shot on what is a rainy day in Chicago. <laughs> but there is there's there's a lot to build on at least in Chicago and maybe in 2023, 24. Who knows what happens? Moose, we appreciate the time. Can't wait to talk to you again uh, later on this season and stay dry and safe travels out of Chicago. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the rest of week one. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. And the Chargers are enjoying week one right now. They have taken a 10-3 lead on the Raiders. 9.34 to go until halftime. Justin Herbert, a two-yard touchdown pass to Xander Horvath. The fullback, so the Chargers have taken the lead. Kansas City still up seven on Arizona. Titans have added a field goal. They're up 10-0 on the Giants, while Green Bay moving into Vikings territory, but it's Minnesota with the 7-0 lead early in the second quarter. Can you take anything, George, from the Trey Lance-Justin Field sort of thing? And Moose is like, we can't take anything from it. But I do, I, I do want to take something from Justin Fields because he was able to make a couple of big plays, keep plays alive, and I, I think that that's a good sign for Chicago. It maybe wasn't pretty. Um, it, have, it was an absolute mess, but I know we don't want to take anything from it, but I do think at least on the Chicago side of things that you got to be a little bit you know, excited Hopeful. or at least more, more positive yeah. about what Justin Fields did because he made plays when he needed to make plays. Oh, I definitely. I, I think that that is probably the one takeaway is that you're like, oh, OK, this weather was terrible. All of this. He found a way to get a win. And, and that that after some dark moments last year, that to that even if this season, because you don't necessarily have the most talent, isn't as good as you thought it was or, you know, isn't as good as you would like, at least you take leave from the game with a sense of uh, significantly more sense of optimism and where, where, where you're like, oh, OK, this could actually work. And if you're the 49ers, I leave the game neutral like I leave it the same way that I came in. And I'm not like, OK, Trey, Trey Lance is a bum. I'm like, this weather was awful. We lost our starting running back. 
there was uh, we were without George Kittle. This is a in a seventeen game season. This is likely a nothing burger. And when you look at the way the Forty Nine ers started out last season, I think that their fans are going to have some patience because last season they looked like a team that was not even going to make the playoffs, and they were able to you know get get all the way down to playing the Rams. So I'm. I think it is very important that there is some patience exercised in this. You you are correct. I will say one thing though about this. This is a game when the schedule came out immediately in May. That if you were a 49ers fan, you said win. You thought, yeah. Th- this this was this is one of the games on your schedule that you look back and you say. All right, Chicago, we're going to win in Chicago. We'll take that one as a win. Like, even if you're the Rams, if you're the Super Bowl champion Rams, like week one, it wasn't a given that they were going to beat Buffalo. So maybe you mark that one off in the loss ledger. I don't know anybody uh, prior to knowing the weather forecast that was saying the Bears are going to win this game. And that's just the only thing with San Francisco is like you look back at the schedule and this is why each week in the NFL is just not even and it's darn near impossible to make fair scheduling even if you're playing all the same teams. These conditions are different. You know, we're different for the 49ers in any of the other games that they would play. And there's no guarantee that when the Rams play a a bad opponent, that they're going to get those same types of conditions to have to deal with. And so that's the only it's the only difference. Like this was one of the games where you just got automatically marked off as a win for San Francisco. And and if they are the better, you know, one of the better teams in the NFC, we think they should rise to the top. But this is like I'm more disappointed if I'm a Niners fan today because this was a game that you thought you were going to win that I would be if I was a Rams fan on Thursday. Yeah, that's a fact. The, you are 100% right about that, that, that this is one of those games to where you thought it was going to be a win, but at least you are somewhat hopeful because you're saying, oh, wow, we can still actually get this done, though. I'll, yeah, and I'll, I'll say something else. What stinks about it for them is that you don't like if you're a 49ers fan, you feel the same way about Trey Lance as you did before the kickoff. Like nothing changed to like where we can't really even get a read on him because of, of how bad things were. And that's that's the difficult things. You're like, all right, week one, we'll be able to see. And guess what? Easier opponent. Maybe we'll see some flashes of stuff. And Mother Nature just was not uh, willing to cooperate in that way. And I think that's one thing that if I'm a, another thing, if I'm a 49ers fan, I'm a little, little frustrated about. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio on Fox Sports. A Fox football Sunday four games Green Bay right now knocking on the door against Minnesota. And I just want to mention this, George, the Fox graphics department just did Green Bay very, very dirty. They threw up a graphic that said yards today and it was Devontae Adams, 59 Green Bay Packer receivers six. Like that was the graphic that the Fox <laughs> graphics department put up today. Uh, really kind of taking it to uh, the Packer receiving core, who's been using a lot of uh, AJ Dillon and, and Aaron Jones in that passing game as we expected. But yes, the Fox graphic department. I love the petty. Did the Green Bay I love receivers the petty. dirty. Oh man, we got a touchdown in Glendale. 
Clyde Edwards-Alaire, second time in the end zone, this time on a reception from Patrick Mahomes. Extra point coming up. Kansas City now up two scores again on the Cardinals, and that extra point is no good. This is why you don't predict, George. You don't predict those extra points. Uh, Harrison Butker is uh, dinged up, and he was unable to do the extra point uh, attempt for Kansas City. So they may be going for two in the future if uh, if this this uh, continues because the extra point – uh, was headed towards Scottsdale the way that the angle was. It had absolutely no chance of going in. Kansas City up on Arizona 20-7. to Told you Green Bay's knocking on the door. We're not going to go away until we find out what the Packers actually do as they're down to the half-inch yard line. Uh, Chargers getting the ball back up 7 on the Raiders, and Tennessee's up 10 nothing in a Giants territory again. Like does, does, does Green Bay like just sneaking away if they can get a win today against Minnesota? Is that something to, to build on? Does the, do the Vikings need to dominate Green Bay and what is one of the marquee matchups of this late window and of this Sunday like what team has the most to gain in this Green Bay Minnesota matchup oh it it by far it by far is Green Bay by far because if Minnesota well well first thing is is that if Minnesota wins this game I believe Minnesota should win this game even if they blow Green Green Bay out, what is Aaron Rodgers going to do as soon as he gets in the locker room, which he's done every year for Relax. like the past like three or four years? Relax. Relax, guys. It's one game. I know we lost last year Relax. to Tampa like a billion to zero or, you know, or whatever, whatever it was. And the guy got their teeth kicked in after he missed the whole offseason. And he was like, guys, it's it's cool. And then they go on to win like, you know, eight, nine in a row. And everybody's like, oh, wait, I guess we overreacted. So a green a Green Bay loss means means nothing. But a but a Green Bay win means that, oh my God, this team actually may be pretty damn good. And if you're Minnesota and you lose, oh bro, this is this is not good. I I, I gotta be honest. It would Packer. be it would be awful. Packers going for it on fourth and goal at the half-yard line, and the handoff to A.J. Dillon, and Minnesota stops him short of the goal line. So Minnesota keeps Green Bay out of the end zone, 7.58 to go until halftime. Vikings continue to lead against Green Bay. Do you want to hear my Aaron Rodgers imitation before we take a timeout? Yeah. Well, we saw we liked what we uh, had there offensively, and uh, just didn't work out. How was that? That was a pretty good Aaron Rodgers, yes, right? That's <laughs> ten, one to ten, maybe like a 7.2. You have to give me two. time to, to, to give you credit for it. You, <laughs> Sorry. You, you asked me and answered. <laughs> how, was, was, how, was, how was my Aaron Rodgers? It was good, right? <laughs> like, okay. Uh, well, uh, you know, they got, a, got a good team over there. We'll just have to readjust and get ready for next week against against the Bears. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer with an awful Aaron Rodgers imitation. Get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. It was a crazy week one, but a lot of slow starts in the National Football League. I'll give you a theory why, plus a look at some fantasy numbers next year on Fox Sports Radio. R-E-L-A-X. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Fourth and two Chiefs at the Cardinal four. Swing it right side, Edward Dallaire, angling, inside, touchdown! Kansas City inside the near front pylon. Three drives, three touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. Now, back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. (laughs) 
106.5 The Wolf and the Chiefs Radio Network on that highlight. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio live from the TireRack.com studios. He's the NFL vet George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Vikings have extended their lead after that goal line stop. They've gone down and kicked a field goal. 10-0 Minnesota over Green Bay. 3.54 to go until halftime. Monty Bolaños will join us in just a little bit to give us all the scores of the other three games that are going on, plus what happened earlier today, George. And something happened earlier today in every single game I think that I watched that was the same. And that was slow starts to these games. Like, it really, when you look at every game and you look at these offenses and maybe it's defenses ahead of offense, but with the NFL expanding the schedule as they did last year, one of the things that changed in the preseason, and I know, listen, starters usually aren't playing the final week. But I do think that there was a gap between the final preseason games and now these games that, I don't know, maybe just make some teams come out a little bit lethargic. Teams that didn't play their starters in the preseason had troubles. Teams that did play their starters in the preseason. When you look across the board of what happened in in the National Football League today, there were just a lot of slow starts for a lot of teams in the NFL. Yes, there were. There were more teams. And I think that that's a function of not fully going full speed that that when that there is an element of you don't want to get hurt there is an element to that and Brandon Staley is hurting the team again with this with this fourth down play play calling like I'm a big advocate on a side side I'm a big advocate of going for it on fourth down a lot but like Sometimes I just don't get the like the choices. Fourth and you know fourth and one from the uh, Raiders. That was a long. At, that was a long one though. That was like a that was like a two, and he called the quarterback sneak, and the Raiders stuffed them, and now will take over in a ten three ball game. Yeah, I mean you know you, Dustin Hopkins came in, kicked a field goal earlier when you didn't convert on a third down, and it was fourth and long, so you kick it there. It's thirteen to three. It's you know, one of the things about going for it again, numbers say a certain things, certain things, and certain ways to do things. I, I do believe that it momentum is something about it. There is something with that, and so now you've not only given the Raiders the ability to have the football, you have it with a minute twenty left on the clock. They can go in with something positive in halftime. Where if you kick the field goal, you're up ten. Even if they go down and score, they're they're likely losing at half. Now they go down and score a touchdown. It's a tie ball game when the you know Chargers have seemingly moved the ball pretty well. And yeah, I think it gives I think it gives the Raiders a boost. I absolutely think it does. The numbers may say go for it, and they may argue it, but I think it does momentum-wise gives the Raiders a boost when you don't Well, want. see, I have no – if you go for it and get stopped calling your regular offense, I am A-OK with that. That doesn't bother me at all because playing football like you have four downs to get a first down instead of three downs to get a first first down, it makes – a world of difference and it makes it so much tougher on the defense but in that you can't go to like weirdo plays on like fourth and fourth and one no run run what you run don't don't switch it up to some weirdo something that you don't normally do no line up and run your best football play period 
He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. Quick update from the Giants-Tennessee game. Wide receiver Wandale Robinson has been ruled out for the rest of the contest. So if you started Wandale Robinson in any leagues, you are probably uh, a bit disappointed in that one. I'd like to welcome in everybody who's tuning in to Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, live from the TireRack.com studios. And we have a new executive producer. He is one Bo Benson, uh, George Reister. <laughs> Yes, we'd like to welcome Bo. And Bo has got some impressive numbers when it comes to fantasy football. Let's get him now. Oh, oh do we have what, – what, we don't we don't have our imaging yet? Is that we don't have – or are we good or what's – Sam is uh, Sam is working hard on it, but, uh, you know, he can play it after we uh, schmooze for a minute. Here, <laughs> Here right? let me let – me, let let's, uh, George and I – George, you be the voice guy. I'll give you the sound effect, okay? Okay. Just be like, you know, time for your fantasy numbers. You ready? And it is time for fantasy hits <laughs> and misses. Oh, all right. Bo Benson, give us our fantasy hits that we've had week one in the NFL season. All right, guys. Uh, we'll do a little uh, honorary mention to Josh Allen for his 31 points on Thursday against the Rams. That was a really impressive uh, showing by him today, though, uh, no one expected uh, Carson Wentz to show up with 27 points, I would say. Wow. But, yeah, Carson uh, Carson Wentz had a pretty big game. And then uh, the guy who replaced him in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, with uh, 24, almost 25 points in your fantasy leagues. He was uh, pretty good. And we're going to stay there, too, as uh, DeAndre Swift, the running back for the Lions. Um, I really like him, man. He had 23 and a half yeah. points today. He's, he's an impressive player. Um, Jonathan Taylor in uh, Indianapolis, always a rock with 23 and a half points. You can always count on him. Um, kind of surprised me here, but um, after a while away, Michael Thomas had uh, 17 points today in the Saints win over Atlanta. And uh, A welcome sight for those that have waited out the Michael Thomas arrival <laughs> for the last right. couple of years. Yeah. That's right. And uh, I think always going to be a guy we're going to talk about here is an impressive performer, uh, Jamar Chase with uh, 18.9 points today. Uh, he's he's always going to be a, a steady rock as well. So those are some uh, some of the impressive guys from the uh, early morning games here. All right, Bo will be back next hour with the other side of the coin. That's when you don't want your guys mentioned, the guys that, that you expected to do well but maybe didn't. So if you heard your player in those numbers, it is a very, very good thing. Derek Carr was just picked off. And uh, now the Chargers will take over. Exactly where they had the football. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, Dan, I, I, I know that people don't like it, but I'm telling you that when you are aggressive, that fortune favors the aggressive in, in football. And that even when you don't pick up some of these fourth down situ, situations, that stuff like that turns around and, and happens for you. Like, like when, when you're being aggressive and not reckless, it definitely puts you at a better advantage overall in a football season and with the team. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. Let's get a look at these scores, not only at what's going on right now, but what happened earlier today. Jumping over to the news desk, the one and only Monty Bolaños giving us the latest live from the TireRack.com studios. What's going on, Monty? Oh, you know, trying to survive this crazy NFL yeah. Sunday. <laughs> this is, oh, this yeah. is Monty's first oh. NFL Sunday with us here yeah, I, on Fox Sports uh, Radio. I've already quit three times, but nobody's taking me seriously <laughs> just yet. Uh, so hopefully we'll get through it. Oh, man, you guys, what a day. The Titans are up on the Giants 13-0. Two minutes left in the first half of that game. The Vikings are 10-0 on the 
Packers. Three minutes left in the first half of that game. The Chiefs are up on the Cardinals 20-7. Also two minutes left. And the Chargers are up on the Raiders 10-3. We're about to go into halftime of that game. Earlier today, whew, the Browns beat the Panthers with the 58-yard field goal by Cade York in the last seconds of regulation. Final score was 26-24. The Dolphins beat the Patriots 20-7. Patriots announced that Mac Jones had a back injury and he did not speak to reporters. The x-rays were negative. He's going to go uh, undergo more tests uh, back when they get back home. The Ravens beat the Jets 24-9 and Lamar Jackson is saying, give me my money. He was 17 of 30 for 213 yards and three touchdowns. Unfortunately, offensive tackle Jawan James tore his Achilles in the same leg where he previously tore it. They say it's off the bone, so he's done oh. for the season. <laughs> Two games went into overtime. Two. I was trying to look up if this has ever happened the same week, the same day. I don't think so. Oh, oh. Two. oh it's, hap it's happened, but in week one, it gives you uh, crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. The Colts and the Texans, they actually ended in a tie. It was weird, really weird. The Texans punted in overtime on fourth and third with the ball on Indy's 49 with 20 seconds left. It was a very bizarre choice yeah, to do that. I'm, I'm, I want George to weigh in on that. We're gonna, well, let's talk about that play and when, when Monty's done, yeah, George. That was super, okay. super weird. Yeah. The last time the Colts won a season opener, just so you guys know, Jonathan Taylor was in the eighth grade. So it's wow. been a minute, a minute. The yeah. Steelers and the Bengals, that was a roller coaster of emotions. The Steelers blocked an extra point at the end of regulation that would have won the game for the Bengals. In the end, the Steelers won by a field goal by Chris Boswell in overtime. Final score was 23-20. to Unfortunately, bad news for Steelers fans, TJ Watt may have torn his peck. They think he did. He has an oh MRI scheduled for Monday. Yeah, everybody said that as he was yeah. walking away, everyone could read his his lips. I think I Dude. tore my peck. Dude, and he was, I mean, he was wrecking. Yeah. Literally wrecking. Yeah. Uh, in 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 the game. Yeah. Oh, that's tough, bro. And running back Najee Harris at the end of regulation, he was sacked and he left with an apparent lower body injury. Maybe the knee, maybe the ankle. Don't have an update on that one for you guys yet. The Saints beat the Falcons 27 to 26. The Falcons were up 23-10 going into the fourth quarter. This is what head coach Arthur Smith said to reporters after the game. So write whatever y'all want. The same guys that you guys ranked as 45th, he buried us in May. Buried us again. We we don't care. We'll get back to work. Thank you. Yeah. He, oh, wow. Yeah, he's a, a, a little mad. But like I said, they were 23-10 going into the fourth quarter. The Eagles beat Who the Lions. Them? There's only 32 teams. Who ranks them 45th? <laughs> Jeez. Well, that's what when you ranked him 30 or whatever, he he heard 45. Yeah, he heard 45. Right. The Eagles beat the Lions 38 to 35. The Commanders beat the Jaguars 28 to 22. And the Bears beat the 49ers 19-10 in a rainstorm. It was insane. 49ers quarterback Trey Lance, 13 of 28, 164 yards, one interception. Bears quarterback Justin Fields, 8 of 17, 121 yards, two touchdowns one interception. Back to you guys. Thank you very much, Monty. <laughs> and during all that, the Chargers have added to their lead. Justin Herbert threw a touchdown Yay. pass to DeAndre Carter. Oh, so, did the, you uh, see that pass? Yeah, 23 yards. That was out. a laser beam.
And and I want to credit Monty again. Monty, you I, I I don't I was all wrong about you, Monty. Why? If, what? if you are cheering Justin <laughs> Justin Herbert and yeah. and, and the uh, Chargers, oh my Yeah. I, l- listen, there will be and man, I, I apologize, Monty. <laughs> uh, we got a, we got off friends such forever. on the wrong Hashtag foot. Hashtag friends forever. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm making the uh, Wilder Valderrama or whatever you say his last name when when he makes the heart. The heart, yeah, I know yes. exactly what you're talking. That's me and you just right now. just okay. so you know, George, Monty's two favorite schools in college football are Washington and Oregon State. So I'm kidding. What? Not even a little bit. I don't even know I'm, what he's talking. Yeah, I know. Uh, no. So Oregon's a couple of Oregon's rivals. Uh, Oklahoma's third on our list. Uh, there's there you've got that. Uh, get her on Twitter at Monty Bolaños. The the Chargers situation quickly. We'll, we'll talk about what happened with the Texans and Colts because George and I love to break down and talk about situations. But Keenan Allen has left this game with an apparent hamstring injury. So now Justin Herbert is 17 of 20 for 204 yards and two touchdowns, throwing to DeAndre Carter, uh, throwing the touchdown pass to the fullback Xander Horvath a little bit earlier. Uh, one of my favorite uh, traditions is searching guys who aren't doing well in fantasy and hearing what everybody has to say about them. And Mike Williams is one. Uh, Mike Williams on a Mark uh, milk carton that I was unaware of. Mike Williams ghost, bruh. S- swear I say this guy just snapped his con- or snapped during his contract what? year. Can anybody tell Justin Herbert that Mike Williams exists? Draft Mike Williams, they said. LOL. Throw Mike Williams the ball, man. I'm editing these to keep them clean. That's why I messed up on the one. I was uh, like, what's I Mike was Williams like, doing? What happened, brother? Yeah, <laughs> there was a word that I could not say, George. So that's uh, Mike Williams playing? Question mark. All of this happening as the Chargers are up two scores, but Mike Williams has well, just one target and no catches. Well, with Keenan Allen out, guess guess what, buddy? Well, yeah, they'll probably they'll have to keep it going. That's what they do, but they're up two scores now. So who knows if that'll uh if that will continue. It's 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 my favorite. I I actually love it even though it's sometimes my fantasy guys like Mike Williams is one of them where you, you do the search and it's just a long line of people complaining because everybody's in the same boat with you fantasy-wise. It's a d- tradition that I forgot about, but as soon as I typed in was, uh, yeah, magnificent. Love to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and the worst is, like, let's say you didn't get a chance to watch the games in, in the beginning because you had a commitment or something, and then you check in on the app, and it's like the third quarter – it's you, you know it's about 12 it's about 12 o'clock you're finally getting a chance to check in and you open it up and you're like wait wait mike what, what the no no catches how is this possible <laughs> oh, and then and, the, yep. and then you'll see somebody like carter and and uh parham and everybody else with guyton with catches and you're like wait what how did they catch all these balls oh man it it did it's the worst, but it never gets old. Uh, some good news for the Cardinals. They've just forced a fumble on a pass from Patrick Mahomes to Juju Smith-Schuster. Recovered it in Kansas City territory under a minute to go. So that's uh, costly for KC, who has a comfortable lead against Arizona. But now the Cardinals get a short field. Packers have done nothing so far offensively. The only shot they had to score, they were stuffed on a fourth and goal from the one-yard line. As A.J. Dillon was stopped short, the Vikings turn around and went uh, – 
the length of the field, got a field goal out of it. Now in Green Bay territory, 45 seconds left until halftime. Minnesota up 10-0 on Green Bay. They are at the half of the Bolts and Raiders, 17-3. And Tennessee holding on to a 13-0 lead over the Giants with eight seconds to go until halftime. All right, he's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. It's Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Do you go for the tie or do you go not to lose? Yeah, they sound the same. We'll talk about the difference next year on Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. And we've got the plays that you may have missed. Play action, Kirk, back to pass. He'll throw right. Look at that. Jefferson uncovered, 2015-10. Dances to the right to the five. Got it through the end zone. Touchdown! And J.J. is killing him again. Now. Back live to the studios of Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Red Zone Radio. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Live from the TireRack.com studios. K-Fan, Minneapolis, and the Vikings Radio Network on the call. Paul Allen was not lying when he was talking about the success of Justin Jefferson. Six catches, 158 yards, and two touchdowns, and they're not even at halftime yet. Vikings taking it to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers frustrated beyond belief. In fact, Rodgers was just picked off when he threw it downfield to Randall Cobb in almost George, it looked like a Hail Mary attempt, one-on-one coverage, but Rodgers picked off, and that was the first time that Rodgers has been intercepted by an NFC North team since December of 2019. It happened here at the end of the first half, and now Minnesota looks to add uh, with 15 seconds left, at least trying to get into field goal range, but absolute domination so far from Minnesota against Green Bay. I told you, right? <laughs> I told you that that this was what was going to happen, that this team was going to turn around and say, "Oh man, we are we are we are really we are really good. We want to uh but you guys just need to relax. Relax. Everything will be a okay. Nah, fam. We we ain't going to relax because we knew that this was going to to happen that they were going to start slow. They were going to struggle. This was so predictable, so predictable. I don't even know why Aaron Rodgers is sitting up here acting shocked. Like, oh, my gosh, we I can't believe we're so slow starting. Bro, you didn't play in the preseason. Timing is off. Your wide receivers are not what they used to be because Devontae Adams is gone, which makes it much tougher on everybody else because they actually have to deal with the occasional double team that he was taking and all of that. So, yeah. Rodgers, 8 of 15, 76 yards, that interception. Um, Minnesota's held the ball for about uh, 17 of the 30 minutes that they've had in the the first half. 
uh, outgaining Green Bay 262 to about 100 yards. The other note of just in Green Bay with the numbers, and I was actually was surprised it wasn't as much as it was, but Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon lead the team in targets with three. I felt like Aaron Rodgers was only throwing to those guys. Robert Tunyon's got two uh, targets. Randall Cobb's got two. One of those was on the interception, which was a pure jump ball situation. Uh, Minnesota unable to do anything, so they'll punt it back to uh, Green Bay as they near halftime. There's a flag on the field, maybe a running into the kicker uh, by Green Bay. I don't think it'll be a a 15-yard penalty, but the Vikings likely going in with a 17-0 lead at the half. All right, let's get to this, this scenario quick. The Texans and Colts are playing today in overtime, and there's 26 seconds left. Fourth and three, Texans have the football tied 20, and they're just past midfield. George, in that situation where you're either Houston Texans, if you don't get it, you give the Colts, you know, a shorter field uh, with just 20 seconds remaining. Uh, but Lovey Smith decided to punt, basically saying, we'll take the tie over doing something stupid here and maybe giving away uh, a win or going for ourselves. They, in a way, played it safe. Do you agree with Lovey Smith's choice to punt it away on a fourth and three just past midfield with 26 seconds left in overtime? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That That is outrageousness, bro. Like, at some point in time, you have to be willing to to be better. Like, 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 like go win the damn game. Stop playing scared. Go win the game. And stop trying to play, you know, a play not to lose. I, I, I couldn't, I hate that with the power of a thousand suns. I, I, I hate it with everything in me. Like you are supposed to go for it. You are supposed to be, you know, like aggressive. And I've just talked about that fortune favors the aggressive. Not being aggressive, there, there's nothing worse than that because that is weak as water, dude. It, mm-hmm. it is. Well, actually, and water's not 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 even weak because water can kill you. But uh, but yeah, it's it's terrible. There's no reason why you should ever in that circumstance. Okay, if you were on your own thirty, cool. But you're past the fifty. Go win the damn game, man. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer again. They tie again in week one. Colts and Texans tie at 20. Vikings go to the half with that 17-0 lead on Green Bay. Chiefs up on the Cardinals, 23-7 at the half. Chargers and Raiders about to get underway in the second half. It's 17-3 bolts in that one. And the Titans blanking the Giants, 13-0. How is Baker Mayfield's debut in a loss in a Panthers uniform? We'll tell you next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome in. It is week one of the National Football League 2022 season. Get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Cleveland Browns took out the Carolina Panthers today. You heard Monsi say last-second field goal propels Cleveland past Carolina. And you may look at that and be like, hey, all right, well, the Panthers were in it. The Panthers were in it until the end, and the Browns just needed a late-second field goal to steal victory away from Carolina and Baker Mayfield. But there is something that Baker Mayfield did today that has me really, really worried. I'll get to that in a second. Again, it is week one. Raiders just getting into the end zone, closing the gap on the Chargers 17-10 to early in the third quarter. The rest of the action, actually, I take that back. Tennessee and the Giants just underway in the second half as well. Two minutes gone by with the Titans uh, still up 13-0 there. Those two games in action, the other two games at the half. But I want to talk about Baker Mayfield, George because he and the Panthers did not get the win against his former team. And Baker turned it on later, but was having a rough go of it in the first half. Ended up 16-27, 235 yards, a touchdown and an interception. Did have a touchdown run uh, in the game today where he was very excited. But when you look at the numbers for Baker Mayfield, they, they seem all right. They, they seem okay. But then you realize that one of them was seemingly on a busted coverage when they threw a 75-yard touchdown pass to Robbie Anderson. Uh, there's a good chunk of the passing yards taken away from Baker Mayfield. The the problem that I that I had with it was, I think a problem that people use it against Baker Mayfield, and it's his emotions. I think he completely got wrapped up in today's game, and it showed in the entire first half against Cleveland today. I think that Cleveland uh, yes. used I, some of that you know message board stuff, but but really like he was trying so hard to win that football game in the first 30 minutes, and it just wasn't happening, and it can't happen. And that's it's one of the criticisms towards Baker Mayfield. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Dan, George. I was just talking about this the, the other day. I was like that as much as I think that Baker is cool, right, I thought that him wanting this game too much because he is a guy who has – who has not been as in control of his emotions that as, as he needs to be that that that's the thing that has actually hurt him throughout his career 
is the and, and and I'm a person who believes that a man's or woman's strengths flow from the same well as their weaknesses. And one of Baker's strengths is that he, that he is emotional. He's passionate. He cares. You know that those things are are benefits. But at the same time, those things can turn into weaknesses as well when when they're not able to be harnessed and controlled on on that same level. And that's where Baker fell into today. And I was afraid the whole time that he was going to fall into that. It felt pretty obvious. And this is what Carolina provides him. And it wasn't that he didn't have weapons in Cleveland, and he did. And that was a, you know, there there was obviously a problem of him getting uh, the football uh, to those weapons at times. That all that all played a part in his departure. But it's also you have those weapons in Carolina. Saquon Barkley, by the way, a touchdown run for the Giants there on the board. Extra point coming up, but it's now a seven-point game in Nashville. But you have Baker Mayfield uh, being so emotional. And I think that the Browns and their their defense really took the whole, you know, we're going to bleep them up, whether that conversation should have been public or not. The point is, is it got out and it, and it, it riled up the uh, Cleveland Browns and got them playing with emotion. On defense, you can do that. I, I don't think you can do that with when you're when you're a quarterback. And when you have the weapons that you have of Christian McCaffrey, of DJ Moore, uh, of Robbie Anderson, who, who had the big play today, you kind of want to let that stuff come to you, and it just didn't. And we talked about the two weeks off and maybe the issues that teams were having in, in dealing with that break. I think it was different with Cleveland. I just think that Baker put way too much on his own plate to try to do things, and and it showed early in that game against uh, uh, against Cleveland today. It, it at the end, like they, they they came back, they made plays. The defense actually may be more of a bigger question if you're Carolina because that's what I thought the strength of the team was, and uh, they had a tough time tackling Nick Chubb at times today, and Kareem Hunt getting in the end zone a couple of times, but Chubb had 141 yards on the ground on 22 carries. That may be a bigger issue for Carolina, but really all we're going to be talking about is Baker Mayfield anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is going to be the the talk of the town, if you will, because this game was about him. As much as he doesn't really – he didn't want it to be about him, it is about him because it was the team that drafted him number one overall. And, that, and like, people – want to be drafted highly and all of this stuff because mm-hmm. there's prestige to it, obviously the financial aspects of it. But the thing that people don't like, there's nothing that comes without like w- without negative parts of it at, as well. And people never fully think about the negative parts about it, that there's a lot of pressure surrounding it. If your career doesn't work out, then you are, even if you go on and have success in another field, you are always known as the failed football player as the as the guy who didn't get it done and you know or the bust or whatever else it is so so that's one of those things that while there's a whole lot of positives that come to it there are some significant negatives that can arrive from it as well do you think this changes do you think like this is just the because it was against the former team like like there is a part of me that says to myself you know what i'm glad that for for baker's sake that they weren't playing the Giants this week and the Browns next week because I think there would have been, I'm going to try to show them I'm, I'm the Panthers quarterback in week one, and then we'll try to show against my former team that they never should have let me go, you know, part two, or that I want to beat them so bad. 
to get like both of these out and for him trying so hard, I, I, I would expect better things. And I know the Giants – I don't know how good Cleveland is, but they do have pieces. They they really do. And I mentioned Nick Chubb and how he ran the ball, and their offensive line is one of the best, if not the best, in the National Football League. So matchup-wise, maybe it was a, a little bit more for Carolina to handle. But I just think that now next week with all of that in the rearview mirror, I think it'll help Russell Wilson tomorrow night. I, I mean, to get that game against Seattle completely out of the way and not have See, to worry about that anymore. And he may throw five touchdown passes. See, but I think it's different, though, Dan. It's different with Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, than it is with 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 Baker because Russell has been able and shown the ability not to get too emotional in games and to not get too emotional with his teammates or in the press or anything like that. So, so even though it may be an emotional game for uh, Russell. It won't be the same. Like, like the chances of it having a negative impact on his performance are dramatically less, I think. Russell Wilson also has the contract and is not playing for his job or his future, whether it be in Carolina yeah, or which, elsewhere. Exactly. So it makes it a lot less likely that, you know, that, that he feels that pressure to do something different or to be better in some sort of way. Let's take you around what's happening in the National Football League right now. The Chargers are driving against the Raiders. 6.50 to go, facing a second down and 10 from the Vegas 18-yard line. Keenan Allen, by the way, if you're just joining us, has been ruled out of the game because of a hamstring injury. So no Keenan Allen. And now Justin Herbert has just thrown a second touchdown pass, I believe, to DeAndre Carter with the score. Excuse me, Gerald Everett, the new tight end coming over from Seattle. Uh, Gerald Everett gets into the end zone. That's a seven on the jersey, not a one. Uh, Gerald Everett into the end zone. So the Chargers back up two scores. Extra point. We think's coming up. You never know with, with uh, Brandon Staley. <laughs> Brandon but, Staley. A 23 to 10 uh, extra point pending there. Mentioned the extra point. Graham Gano missed the extra point against uh, Tennessee. So the Giants only cash in for six on that Saquon Barkley touchdown run. Titans lead at 13 to 6. Four minutes gone by in the second half there. Back underway in Minnesota. Vikings still lead Green Bay 17 to nothing. And in this game in Arizona, I mean, there's Andy Reid off of a bye, and there's Andy Reid to start the season. Both of them very, very good. And the Chiefs lead Arizona 23 to 7 early in the second or, or early in the second half in that one. But I, I loved the Chiefs uh, so much this this weekend, even. Following the, the, there was the Rondell Moore injury that Arizona had to deal with. Obviously, we knew that they were not playing uh, with DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Zach Ertz, uh, not doing much for the for the Cardinals today. They were going to be very limited offensively, especially with uh, without Rondell Moore. But it's been more of Kansas City in, in trying to see how Patrick Mahomes includes and involves these new pieces like Juju Smith-Schuster and, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. But it's been Travis Kelsey. It's been Clyde Edwards-Hilaire doing some of the heavy lifting for the Chiefs as they lead in Arizona 23-7. The Chiefs were my lock of the week if uh, that I mentioned. Oh, the, that, was a, show that was such week. easy work. That was such easy, easy work in a in a week where there were some tricky games in a survivor pool. That was like a layup survivor pools today. That's a I'm glad you brought that up. The Colts Texans game in a lot of survivor pools, uh, the tie uh, 
hurt a lot of people who picked the, the Colts because it was not a victory. So you were eliminated via the tie. I don't know if there are other leagues that have different rules where it's you can't lose, but in the survivor leagues that, that I am aware of, you got to win, and a tie does not help you in that scenario. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, just took a sack. Uh, may have fumbled and came up a little slow in that game against Minnesota. So he uh, took a hit from the back and then was was pushed into a offensive lineman and uh, Aaron Rodgers getting up slow. But the survivor pool, yeah, it hurt there. The, uh, the Ravens were a, a trendy pick as well in the survivor pools. And so were the 49ers. And the people who didn't uh, change their pick or saw the weather um, learned that fate with the Bears winning against San Francisco earlier today. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. You good on Survivor Pools? Do you enter any in uh, in this season, George? No, because I'm too busy playing D- DFS and uh, <laughs> and regular fantasy, bro. If I if I add one more thing to to my fantasy life, then work's gonna suffer. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't like, want that. Like, 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 how to how to how the hell would I be able to come up with all these great these great thoughts and opinions to like argue you down every? Yes, every that's week? true. That, well, thank goodness. Yeah, and you don't and want to ignore you would, your kids either. You know, by uh, getting in all of you can't you know can't miss any yeah, games. and then you would just like stomp that. over me every week. No way. <laughs> it's not gonna happen not gonna happen like the vikings are doing to green bay it was ruled a fumble minnesota recovers now first and 10 at the green bay 33 yard line again up 17 nothing on the packers all right we talked about baker mayfield we've talked about trey lance there was another quarterback that was in the spotlight in week one we talk about him next year on fox sports red zone radio live from the tire studios Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, live from the TireRack.com studios. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Locking in on the four games going on right now. Patrick Mahomes, a touchdown pass to Jody Fortson. It's 30-7 to Chiefs over the Cardinals midway through the third quarter. The Packers trail the Vikings 20 to nothing now midway through the third. And Daniel Jones has hit Sterling Shepard for a 65-yard touchdown pass. This time the extra point was good, so the Titans and Giants are tied up at 13. Raiders in Chargers territory, but down 14 to the Bolts, 24 to 10. Two minutes to go in the third quarter. Get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. And you can find our next guest on Twitter at Kaplan NFL, our Fox Sports Radio NFL. Insider Adam Kaplan joins us here in week one. Happy football. How are you, Adam? Guys, good to talk to you. Yeah, it's been a wild and woolly first day on Sunday. Yeah, it's certainly over time. Uh, a lot of bad tackling today. This is typical of week one, guys. There's some surprises, there's some bad defense. Uh, I think you see some teams gas. The Eagles almost blew a huge lead at Detroit. Um, you're just seeing a lot of crazy things that are going to happen in week one. I, I, you know, I said this to George. I didn't think that the offenses were that great early either. And I, and I just wondered, and I know guys don't like starters don't play in the final preseason mm-hmm. game, uh, Adam, but I wondered if that two week break, this is the second year that we've had it from the preseason. Yeah. Now leading into the regular season, if that had any effect, do you think it had any effect on some of the sloppy play we've seen? Well, the lack of the, the tackling today, um, saw it in a bunch of games. It wasn't just with the run. It was just plays over the middle. You would see a lot of plays where the timing was off by the defense. There's a sloppy play. I know Bill Polian, when I worked with Bill at ESPN, he said typically the first three weeks, the defenses have it ahead of the offense. There's some truth to that. I would agree to that. 
Um, but, yeah, I think, Dan, when you look at that extra week where you don't have the fourth preseason week, you have your own team practicing against each other because you're getting ready for week one. It's just certainly different. And this is, again, the, only, the second year we have it. And I think some teams are clearly under man, like you're seeing in the late games. I thought coming in, the Chiefs probably would blow out the Cardinals. We've seen that. Why? The Cardinals have a lot of players out today. And if you don't have good depth, particularly this early, it's going to crush you because I just don't think, think teams overall in that great of condition takes like two or three weeks to get back to normal. And, and totally agree with that. But uh, the team that you mentioned, it almost blew the lead, the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. And I have been high on this team all offseason, high, <laughs> high on uh, uh, Hurts, Jalen Hurts. And like that was a good way, I think, for, for, for him to, to start to shut up all the noise, right? Well, you know what's interesting? And I, I know this is not what they wanted. He, he led them in rushing again with 17 attempts, and I don't know if you saw the game. He got yeah, that was knocked lot. around, and he is so tough. You know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, 6'1", 220. He showed tremendous toughness today. He led them in terms of carry 17. That's not really what they wanted. Uh, Detroit with Aaron Glenn as their D coordinator, they, they brought, brought a lot of heat. Like last year when the Eagles played them, they just ran all over him, and they blew him out 44-6, and the, game, the thing that was interesting is that Detroit got the ball first. They marched right downfield and scored. They just kind of stumbled a little bit offensively early. And then they just they, they got after it. They got the, the return for a touchdown. And they went up big. And, and it looked like they were going to blow them out. But i got to give the Lions credit with Dan Campbell. Never say die. They're, they're clearly undermanned. They, they don't have the talent the Eagles do. And they almost pulled off the upset. In fact, this goes to Dan's point. The Eagles were so gassed defensively. They ran out. Of, they just had no energy. The defense. They they're terrible in the fourth quarter. They just held on. They barely held on. They almost really blew that game. Even when the Detroit did not get the onside kick, they, the Eagles still did not score in the fourth quarter, and they've got very lucky. Detroit almost pulled off the upset there. Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, here I'm on the Inside the Birds podcast and Sirius XM NFL Radio, joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. The Dolphins take care of the Patriots today, 20-7. to 7. I know there's a question about Mac Jones and the back injury, but I want to talk yeah. about the Dolphins quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa, 23 of 33, 270 yards and a touchdown. I can't imagine a better start for a guy who is in the microscope the entire offseason than what Tua had today. A couple things. You know, here's an interesting fact that most people don't realize. So Josh Boyer, the defensive coordinator, he he learned under Bill Belichick as a defense as a D backs coach. So they're running they're running basically the New England defense, and it does help Tua Dan on on your question and your point about how well he played today. The only way you defeat that defense is you've got to get the ball out quickly. Don't be indecisive. Be decisive. And it was typical Tua playing point guard, getting out quickly. The, the touchdown pass to Waddle, the catch and run, fifteen yards over the middle, catch and run for a touchdown. That, that's exactly what that offense needs to be. To it, just don't have him think. Get it, get get him to get rid of the football. Play point guard, and that's what he did. Very impressive game. And look, the the Patriots' their offense was awful today. Like Belichick said, look, they got the ball in the red zone. They could not they could not convert at all. Their timing was off. They didn't really run the ball like they want to. Uh, they were not just not as successful as they like, and just not a good performance. You know, it's obviously it's disappointing for Belichick because they went down there earlier in the week to adjust to the heat. You know, they've had real problems winning in Miami, and today they got really handled. Um, and uh, I wanted to stay over 
if stay over near there in the in the, on that side of the country, but more south though, the NFC South. You had the Saints and the Falcons. Uh, what did you make out of the former number one and number two pick of the 2015 draft, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota? Yeah, I got to give Mariota credit. Uh, look, he's not he's not going to wow you with with great passing. Uh, he was efficient. The problem was he 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 fumbled the ball twice, lost one of them. That really, you know, that helped the Saints come back because, you know, the first half, the Saints could get out of their own way. They, they were awful. And what happened was Winston got knocked around a bit, but the second half he got hot. Jarvis Landry comes out of nowhere, very quiet first half. And also, I don't think Michael Thomas, if he had a catch, it was only one in the first half. He, he was money late in the game. You know, he came in with a hamstring injury. He was coming off the ankle surgery, which caused him to miss, and actually two ankle surgeries, which caused him to miss really a season and a half. And I give him credit for hanging in there. And then Taysom Hill, he's supposed to be a tight end, but was playing running back today. How impactful was he? The 57-yard run, the touchdown. I give them credit. They got handled for three quarters, but the great comeback by them. And that was, as you said, George, the number one and number two picks in the 15 draft. That was actually pretty cool. Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. Packers into the end zone. Finally, A.J. Dillon with the score extra point coming up. I know the 49ers, uh, or, or I should say the Colts, don't want to be in the 49ers position, but I do want to talk about Indy, where a tie sure feels like a loss. And I know that Houston's <laughs> supposed to be better, but I like is just this the same old thing in Indianapolis now? We saw they faltered late last year. Uh, it took them a while. Like, they had to come back in this game to win uh, mm-hmm. against the Texans. Is this a sign of bad things to come for the Colts? Well, I think Darius Leonard, guys, they're down 20-3. to three. And Darius Leonard, who's their emotional leader on defense, you know, physically he was ready to go, but they think he needs to get a little bit more better game shape, so it's more of a day-to-day situation. Uh, you know, look, look, this is a playoffs he's playing, but they want to, want to wait, they want to get in better condition, and it showed. Uh, they got down early. They had some mental errors on defense. Brandon Cooks had a very effective game. Uh, you don't want you don't want Matt Ryan throwing fifty times. Look, they were behind, so they had to throw the ball. Uh, they got Jonathan Taylor going in the second half. Michael Pittman was terrific, but I actually I give him credit, Dan, just to get the tie out of it. Now you could say, look, they had a chance to win, they blew it, sure, but they got handled for three quarters where it didn't look like they had a chance to win to come back to get a tie. I think Frank Reich's got to look at it and say, hey, at least it wasn't a loss, and they have to move on from there. But that's not good losing to lesser teams and. When I saw that point spread of six and a half, I was like, you know what? I like Houston in this game. That, that was a game where I thought Houston could cover it, and they certainly did. Um, now, over to Carson Wentz, because he got a chance to play against the Jaguars, and he looked really good, 315 yards, four touchdowns. I, is this a resurgence of Carson Wentz, or did he just play a bad team? No, he played really well. Now, there were a couple plays I'm sure he'd like to have back. Uh, which helped the Jaguars get back into the game. But he was super aggressive today. And this is, look, talking to, to, to uh, Washington, they're not going to take that away from him. Yes, he had two picks. They also had a fumble. Curtis Samuel had a fumble on a, on, a, on a run. But what they wanted him to do is get back to what he used to be. is a very aggressive throw. And then the mechanics, he has what's called an overstride, where he spreads his feet three, three uh, yards apart, three feet apart, excuse me, and that causes the ball to sail on him. That's something they have to continue to work with. But I give him credit. He brought them back there. I mean, that was very impressive. And that's a good win for them. The, the Jaguars' talent is much better than it was last season. Obviously, Doug Peterson's got 
bringing a new energy into the building. Christian Kirk had a good game. It was good to see who's, who's being paid $18 million a year. James Robinson showed that he's at least back as close as he's going to get coming back from the Achilles. But you know, overall, look, they had a ch- I give Jacksonville credit. They had a chance to, to win it. They were down early. They came back. But Wentz uh, got the job done, and they have to feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I actually I, I was looking at that game quite a bit because, yeah, the Commanders jumped out to that 14-3 lead, but Jacksonville found ways. They made their own mistakes. Travis Etienne dropped a fourth down pass that he could have walked oh, into the end bad. zone. Oh, it was Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's some growing pains there, but uh, I, the, Jacksonville did look like a different team. Um, today, at least offensively. Um, and, and, you know, Adam, we talk so much about fantasy football. Like, you know, sure. Christian Kirk was a guy. Amanda, they gave him a lot of money. They reset the market and blah, blah, blah. But he sure seemed to be a big target of, you know, of Trevor Lawrence today at 12 targets, six catches over 100 yards. So they did look a, a, a little different. We, uh, we appreciate you. We know we bounce around the NFL, but it's great Love to it. do it again. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's great to talk week one. and can't wait to do it again in week two, Adam. We appreciate it. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Get Adam Kaplan, our Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, on Twitter at Kaplan NFL. Check him out on the Inside the Birds podcast and also hear him on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Titans are in the end zone. Told you the Packers got in for a score. Chiefs are knocking on the door for the latest of what is going on in week one of the NFL season. Let's go over to the news desk. Monsi Bolaños giving us the latest uh, of what's happening in these games. Monsi, yes. it's all yours. The Giants tied the game, but then the Titans came back and scored. So now they're up by a touchdown again, 20-13. to 13, Less than three minutes to go in the third quarter. The Vikings, yep, they are up on the Packers, but at least the Packers are on the scoreboard. They're up 20-7, to seven, five minutes left to go in the third quarter of that game. The Chiefs continue to dominate on the Cardinals, 30-7, to less than five minutes to go in the third quarter. And we've got the Chargers and Raiders. Chargers still up 24-13. to They just started the fourth quarter. Let's do a little quarterback comparison. Justin Herbert, 23 of 28, 259 yards, three touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 27 of 35, 332 yards, four touchdowns. And there's still so much left yes. in their games. And as you were talking, the Chiefs scored again. So there's oh, the, yeah, homes. 36 yeah. to exactly. See, Thir- th- so five touchdowns. 36 to seven. Yep. Yeah, right. 334 now. yards now for five touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. 36 to seven against the Cardinals. Chiefs cornerback Trent McDuffie has a hamstring injury and will not return. And you mentioned earlier that Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen will not return also because of a hamstring injury. Earlier today, two games went into overtime. The Colts and the Texans actually ended in a tie 2020 and the Steelers and Bengals ooh that was a crazy one but the Steelers ended up winning with the field goal by Chris Boswell in overtime the final score was 23 to 20 the NFL Network is saying that running back Najee Harris's injury is not a big deal is the latest report on that now a little bit ago in baseball this happened the young deals. Pujol swings and lifts a high fly ball. That's it deep. Center field. It might go. It's a gunner. It's a gunner for Pujols. He gives the Cardinals the lead in the ninth inning with home run. Six, nine, seven. Yeah, Cardinals Radio Network. He just surpassed Alex Rodriguez for fourth place in MLB's all-time list. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, you can't do that. Yes. Monty. No. Oh. Yes, we already discussed this. Remember? Yes, oh. I'd rather have a cocktail with Albert yes. Pujols than yeah, with yeah, yeah. Alex Rodriguez. Cor- cor- correct. And you, so, are, and you are right about that. See, so, guys, three away from 700. Who would have thought that the San Luis Cardinals would have more offense than the Arizona Cardinals today? <laughs> hey, okay, so so uh, look. The, the, the one thing I won't be happy about, though, at all is, is if he passes – um, yeah, if is is if he passes Barry Bonds. No, no, he's not gonna reach that. No, 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 no. I'm saying if he decides I'm gonna come back. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh yeah, well, he's I gonna w- need to come w- back for four seasons to, <laughs> to pass Bonds because it's Yeah. It's, no, yeah. Let's just let's just get him to seven hundred and call it a day. <laughs> and call it a day. Back to you guys. <laughs> Thank you very much, yeah. Monty. Yeah, it's sigh of relief on the Najee Harris injury for the Steelers, but that T.J. Watt injury, uh, speculation is a torn pack. So the Steelers get a win in Cincinnati. Well, they forced five turnovers today uh, of the Bengals, uh, but lose uh, a couple of key parts. One, maybe for a significant amount of time. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. We'll get a look at the fantasy numbers in just a sec from the bad side of things as we will check in with Bo Benson, our executive producer. This Raiders situation right now is they're down double digits uh, just underway in the fourth quarter. Monty told you it's 24-13. And I, I get it. Like I, What I really liked about Tua in Miami today, George, was how – they were able to get the ball to Tyreek Hill. Like, that's the reason you acquire him. You don't waste any time. You you build your offense around what Tyreek Hill does. And Tyreek Hill went out and was Tyreek Hill. He really was. It was a play even as well uh, in the game where he snatched the ball, uh, you know, at, at the top of his leap that could have been picked off from a Patriots defender. And it's one of the things that I don't think Tyreek Hill gets enough credit for is how good of a wide receiver uh, he is. I say all of that just to say this. It really seems that the Raiders are doing everything that they could to get the ball to Devontae Adams. And I don't know if that's a good thing. There was at one point where Adams had 10 targets and the next nearest Raider had, I think, three. Now uh, Adams has 11 targets. And in fact, I think Derek Carr was just picked off near the goal line uh, trying to throw one up to uh, Devontae Adams. But don't you, like, if you're the Raiders, like, we understand the relationship with Devontae Adams and Derek Carr and them being best friends, but wasn't it supposed to work because of the other guys that they had around him? Well, okay. So, yes, but in in defense of that, that was a that was a bad pass. If he doesn't underthrow that ball, Devontae Adams was wide open. He 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 underthrew the ball. I mean, I don't even know what 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 else could have been expected in the situation? I mean, he underthrew the football. Yeah, I'm not just talking about that like specific play, but just more of you know the. I I don't think that the Chargers came into this game being like we need to take away Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. No, like, I would think that their focus would be of of Devonte Adams, and Adams has been open at times. So you throw the football to him. It just seemed like that there was there was quite the heavy slant towards Adams and what you don't want him to be is the guy that got all of the targets in Green Bay because you do have these other weapons like that's where I thought that it was and I just I wondered if there was just too much Devontae Adams on the Raiders side of things uh, in this game against the Chargers as Vegas only has 13 points in this contest in the fourth quarter 
No, well, you don't now, agree. You, you could be, you could be right, my friend. You could be right. I, just, I mean, it's just I, I get it. Week one, you want to. Yeah, you know, but like, it was the wasn't wasn't it the same way pretty much in Green Bay though too. Yeah, but that's not what you want in in Vegas with the Raiders. You you want why not more... if 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 he's if he's open and he's being dominant, what does it matter if you throw it throw it to him twenty times a game if if he comes yeah, down with he's... thirteen of them every game? Uh, sh- I I agree with that, but I do think like in this last pass that you just saw of let's just throw it up to Devontae Adams. Don't underthrow and, it. I and, mean, he underthrew the ball by, by like five yards. Yeah, if he doesn't underthrow it, it's a touchdown. There are three defenders in the area, like in the neighborhood, where where it would be like, all right, you know, like they they were in the neighborhood where a pizza delivery place would be able to deliver your to your house. There were three defenders. It wasn't like one that was way out of the way. They're not going to deliver to your house. But you're like, okay, I can drive there and pick it up. They were all. But he was were, wide open. Dan. He uh, was wide, literally wide open. I get it if he's always wide open. I just think that when Darren Waller was added to this Raiders team, excuse me, uh, Devontae Adams was added to this team, it was, there, there was a three-headed monster of, Okay, if Devonta Adams isn't open, then you throw it to Darren Waller. If Waller's not open, then you can throw it to to Renfro. And I just felt it was Adams, 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 because it's game one, and you want to figure out a way, you know, to use him and make sure that you use him. I just didn't know if it was beneficial for the Raiders. Turn it over. Chargers have the ball in their own two. Up. I don't know how they put that minutes. ball on the on the two though. Momentum. He caught it and his think, momentum right? carried it into the end zone. Like he didn't even finish the catch until he was in the end zone. I, th- oh, I mean, I think if, that- if because if a, that were an offensive play, right, that would like that would be called a touchdown because his his mo- momentum was going the other direction. He ended up taking he was tackled in the end zone, I believe. Right. He didn't bring it out. So to the point of like where he caught it, it's not going to be a safety. So they'll just give him the the point of the catch and then give himself up right i mean if that's how the the play unfolded we're now three uh three plays removed as the chargers are facing a second down uh at their own two yard line i i just the point about the raiders again it's week one we're just we're a lot of new pieces are in different places talked about the struggles in green bay just wonder if maybe vegas is having their their struggles as well it was a nice graphic that fox tried to throw some shade uh at the uh packers front office and their wide receivers by giving Devonta adam stats but he was getting all of the footballs from from Derek Carr, not just some yeah, of them yeah, he was. all right we're gonna we're gonna get our fantasy looking just a little bit. Actually, we're going to do it on the other side. Bo Benson give us our giving us our fantasy misses. At the end of three, it's all Chiefs on top of the Cardinals, 37-7. to Mention the Chargers up 11 on the Raiders with 13 minutes to go. 20-7, to Vikings lead the Packers nearing the end of the third quarter. And the Titans holding on to a 20-13 to lead. They got the touchdown on a Dontrell Hilliard uh, touchdown reception from 23 yards out from uh, Ryan Tannehill. But the Titans punting it back to the Giants. Early in the fourth quarter, Tennessee up. 20 to 13 in that one. Who really missed the mark in fantasy football today? We'll tell you next year on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer, live from the TireRack.com studios. It's week one of the National Football League season. Four games going on in this late window. One's a blowout. Two are kind of close. And one could go down to the wire. That one is in Nashville. Titans and Giants in a seven-point game. Tennessee leads it. But the Titans have just muffed a punt in an 
appears that the Giants have recovered, so they'll have it first and 10 at the Tennessee 11-yard line with 10.28 to go. The Chargers have picked off Derek Carr for the third time this game. It's 24-13 bolts over the Raiders under nine minutes, while Aaron Rodgers sacked again, has been under pressure all day long from the Vikings defense. It remains 20-7 to Minnesota, now under 12 minutes to go in that one. Get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. The Cardinals are knocking on the door, but they trail by 30 to Kansas City early in the fourth quarter, 37-7. to All right, George, this is the time where you don't want to hear your fantasy players being mentioned. Let's check in with Bo Benson, our executive producer, for some fantasy talk. Say, go, go, go! Fantasy hits. And misses. Uh, these are the misses. Bo Benson, what do you got for us? All right. Uh, at the quarterback position, um, you know, you might have been hoping for a, a Jalen Hurts-type performance out of Trey Lance today, given yes. his skill set. Sure. Uh, sub-10 points. He finished with 9.96 uh, in most fantasy scoring. So, you know, there's nowhere to go but up for Trey Lance. But that's <laughs> uh, a rough debut for the guy. And then uh, another quarterback that – had some offensive questions all offseason. Mac Jones finished with eight and a half points today. Um, so hopefully the Patriots offense can clean itself up. I don't know how many people are out there starting Mac Jones, but there's got to be some people. Uh, at the running back spot, David Montgomery in Chicago, he only had five points today, which is not what you want to see out of him. And kind of a surprise to me, Alvin Kamara only had 4.6 points today. Um, even though, you know, with all his troubles in the offseason, you'd expect more out of Kamara. Going over to the wide receiver spot, um, Devontae Smith in Philadelphia, he finished with a fat zero points. Uh, I guess A.J. Brown is getting all the attention yeah, there. Got zero. all of the targets. Yeah, uh, and then much hyped in the offseason, George Pickens, he finished with uh, 0.3 points today. So you might not have started him, but there was a lot of uh, hype around him. An honorable mention to T.J. Hawkinson, the tight end that everybody always tells me to draft, finishing with uh, 3.8 <laughs> points against the Eagles. And I don't know what school he went to, but uh, you should never draft guys from there. <laughs> uh, is, that a, is that also a signal to the Noah Fant owners? I know it's one to Iowa Sam as well, uh, taking a shot at those Hawkeyes. There you are, your fantasy misses. Uh, any of those players on your squads, George? Any of the misses? No, yeah. sir. No. All right. Then it was it was good for you. I, they are going to be Hopkins. on the miss list a, a, a decent amount. Dustin Hopkins just missed a field goal for the Chargers. That could have put him up 14, so it remains an 11-point lead. But the Raiders are running out of time. 24-13 with 7.33 left to go. Kyler Murray has just thrown a fourth-quarter touchdown to Hollywood Brown. Marquise Brown we'll getting it. in the end zone. And uh, it, it's not going to do much for the final outcome of the game, but it will help fantasy-wise, if you mm-hmm. will. So a, a throw off of his back foot. Kyler Murray hits Brown on a fourth and goal. It looks, yeah, it appears he had full possession. They're going to take a little look at it, but Brown had uh, had the football, so that touchdown should be good. 37 to 13. The only thing that's gone wrong for Kansas City today is Harrison Butker is injured in this contest. So much so that they had Justin Reed, one of their defensive backs, He's been handling the kickoff duties, and in fact, he tried an extra point. It just went on a 45-degree angle to the right and had no chance of going in. So Butker has actually been kicking extra points for Kansas City, but George, he's been only taking like a two-step drop. 
it, it may be even a one step because of his injury. Yep. Yeah, and we've I was in a situation where our kicker got hurt in the pregame, Josh Josh Scobie. That changes everything, bro. Yeah, they they they're lucky. Kansas City's fortunate; they're not lucky. They're fortunate to be up this much where they don't have to use uh, Butker. But he has had to come in and kick uh, in those instances. And Reed, I'll, I'll say this: he may have missed the extra point. He did kick off, and it landed at the goal line. So like it, like it wasn't even a squib kick. So it was a legitimate kick. But if you have Harrison Butker on your fantasy team, you're still getting points. But the missed extra point wasn't his fault because he wasn't on the field. Cardinals did score the touchdown. They went for two. Kyler Murray threw a touchdown pass to Zach, or excuse me, a conversion pass to Zach Ertz. So it's 37-15 in Arizona. Raiders facing a big third and four. They're in Chargers territory at the Bolts 39-yard line, but time is working against them. Just over six minutes to go and down 11. Green Bay had to punt it back to Minnesota. 20-7 is the score in Minneapolis. And Daniel Jones was picked off in the end zone by Amani Hooker, who just got a new contract from the Titans and today he gets an interception as the Giants drive stalls in the end zone Titans up seven he's George Reister I'm Dan Beyer we'll take you down to the wire next on Fox Sports Radio this is it we've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Vikings are trying to put the final touches on a week one win against the Packers, but we've got a long way to go here on Fox Red Zone Radio as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com We'll help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Vikings have the ball. 
in the red zone, up 13 on the Packers, 20-7, first and goal at the 10-yard line, trying to put that one away. George, the Chargers were trying to put the Raiders away, only to have Vegas go down and score to pull within five, two-point conversion, no good, but the Chargers holding on to a 24-19 lead on the Raiders, 432 left to go in that one, and the Chiefs are driving again, up 37-15 on the Cardinals, Jarek McKinnon taking it inside the five-yard line on a pass from Patrick Mahomes, so Kansas City trying to cash in, and then in Nashville, the Giants and new head coach Brian Dable in a close one against the Titans, but it's 23-13, or 20-13, excuse me. Titans on top of the Giants, 527 left to go. Giants do have the football starting a drive on their own 27-yard line. I do want to start with this Chargers-Raiders game. Uh, I sat here about 15 minutes ago and said, man, you got to look elsewhere. You got to spread the ball around. And then Derek <laughs> Carr you. finds Devontae Adams uh, in the end zone. It he's, happens. He's 7-11. That should be his nickname, 7-11. He's, he's always, always open. open. He is always open. I will say it was a Darren Waller pass and catch from Derek Carr that got them into uh, deep into Chargers territory. But now this is on the shoulders of the Chargers offense. Uh, the Raiders have all three of their timeouts. I would be shocked to see, uh, to see Brandon Staley be conservative in this aspect. Oh yeah, five this, point lead, four minutes to go. Right, like there's there's so much time left. This is the time for Justin Herbert. Uh, which, I, by the way, is that this game that is pa- so NFL though. Yeah, this, this game is so NFL. Like it is so hard to to blow people out. First thing is, and it's so hard to be up by two two scores in a position where they can't come come back. Like like the. Like the Chargers are up, but they still like it's not over. They still have to go get what two. Well, they they have three timeouts, so they need like three first downs. Yeah, there's there's plenty there's plenty of time left, and and honestly, at some point, you know, if you're the Chargers, you just maybe you run your offense and then try to get some points, and whatever happens happens. But if you kick a field goal, you go up eight. The worst that you could do is is end up going to overtime but yeah now they're facing a third and three at their own 32 yard line hasn't been a great day for Derek Carr but he may have an opportunity um to at least have a chance to to put his team back into it uh, Giants you know big play uh, big plays happening Saquon Barkley had a big run earlier we mentioned the Sterling Shepard run that he had Barkley just had a uh, a run for about 33 yards it ended up fumbling but it went out of bounds so the Giants are now moving against the Titans again 20 to 13 335 and counting uh, in that contest the Giants have gotten it down to the Titan 36 yard line New York has all three of their timeouts Titans have all three of their timeouts Minnesota by the way settled for a field goal so it's a 23-7 game against Green Bay, 6.48 to go. Still a two-score game, but Green Bay really hasn't been able to do anything on uh, on offense. And so if you're Minnesota, that may, uh, you may feel safe with that one. By the way, Raiders get the stop as I was talking there. Uh, Mike Williams, the intended target on a Justin Herbert pass but instead knocked away by Raiders defender. So the Chargers are going to have to punt it back to the Raiders in a five-point game with 3.39 left to go. Hmm. Hmm. Not I- ideal. But but with the with, with the way Derek Carr has been turning the ball over to, today, it, it may not matter. Is this 
so I, I think that a lot of times, like when we look at week one of the NFL season, the only thing that we really have to go off of is the season prior. And that is why the Colts loss, or excuse me, tie, just feels like a loss if, if I'm a Colts fan. The Colts tie today against the Texans, to me, is one of those things that raises a red flag. Like, all right, is this just the same Colts team that we had uh, last season? The one that faltered down the stretch, didn't beat the Raiders, didn't beat the Jaguars, and missed out on the playoffs. Now they go to Houston and, and have to rally back for a, for a victory. Like, that's like a, a red flag for me. This Chargers-Raiders game, I didn't think to be a blowout, George. And we saw how last season ended with their crazy game and the final game of the regular season. But, the, you know, this there's, there's something to the Chargers in putting away these games. And we focus a lot about the, the fourth down and what Brandon Staley likes to do. But this is a game that they if had in hand for a while and now to let the Raiders back in it and give them an opportunity to maybe even go ahead – yeah, that's that's alarming to me. That's another red flag well, that's maybe no. Up. That's not a red flag. That's something that that it is tough for every single team to do. Even the Patriots when they were rolling with with Brady and and anybody, it's tough to do because what what happens is when you get up by you know seventeen points, you still want to run your offense, but you also don't want to take unnecessary risks so like it, it's so difficult to in your mind keep playing with that same you know uh f- playing playing so free and while the, and then on the other side you are pressing like you're taking chances so if if some of those chances come come through because you have a good quarterback like Derek Carr then the game's going to get a little bit closer. And then for the other team, when it gets a little bit closer, now you're trying to ramp back up and allow you to be free again. So it's a very difficult mind process to keep the entire team and also the play callers to be super aggressive because they're going to say, okay, okay, well, I don't want to call something because this is a, I know that this is a high risk play. So I'm not going to call it because we don't like we're in a not protect the ball, but we're in a we're in a comfortable place. Our offense is rolling and they accidentally and unintentionally dial things back and cause them to slow down. So here here's what's going on in this late window. The Chargers are up five on the Raiders, as we told you, three thirty to go. Raiders taking over possession at their own twenty one yard line. The Giants trail the Titans by 7, 20-13 at the two-minute warning in Nashville. The Giants have a fourth and one. The other two games still going on, and the marquee games, the Packers and Vikings, but Vikings still up 23-7. to There's 4.30 left to go on that one. Green Bay's got the football, but it's going to need to do some quick work and, and get a stop and get the ball back. While the Chiefs are just taking care of Arizona, Arizona's adding some points, and you're getting some garbage time stats from, from Kyler Murray's and uh, Kyler Murray and others with the Cardinals. They're inside the 11-yard line, but Kansas City's up 29 points. So we're going to focus on what's happening both in Nashville and, and in Los Angeles. Fourth and one for the Giants. Saquon Barkley has had a day for the Giants, as I mentioned, uh, but instead the Giants go with a bootleg, and Daniel Jones gets the first down. So it's going to be a first down and 10. All three timeouts for both teams, but the Giants keep their drive alive on the run by Daniel Jones. If you're Brian Dable and you score here, 
Do you think about going for two? Or do you play for the tie in, in week one in this game in Nashville? If nah, let's just say I'm there's just a minute left on, on the, the clock. Uh, because of the division. Yeah, no, I'm just going to go for the tie because I don't, I don't trust my team enough yet <laughs> to, to be doing stuff like that. But at, at the same time, I, I think it's very tough when you when you're playing for overtime that when you are when you're not the better team and it's very clear, then you you are definitely not at an advantage going into overtime. So I actually I actually might go for two. You, you, you talked you, yourself into yeah, it. You pretty much. Yes. Yes. You had me talk myself into it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am going to go for two, actually. Uh, the the Giants are running the ball, and Saquon Barkley has just taken a second down and five and has taken it down to the two, so it's going to be a first and goal. I would imagine they would keep it on the ground here for a couple well, of I'd reasons. be calling timeout if I'm Tennessee right right, right here, and you can uh, – and then, yes. yeah, yeah, we're going to try to keep you out, but, but, it, but if we don't, I'm not going to cry either. And, uh, the Cardinals are into the end zone. It appears Kyler Murray has hit Ooh. Zach Ertz on a touchdown pass. Uh, Ertz, we'll take yes. it. Did get in third and three for the Raiders at their own 40 yard line. And Derek Carr was sacked and fumbled. It's recovered by the Raiders, but it will bring up a fourth down and eight from their own 35 yard line. There's 224 uh, and counting. Raiders have two timeouts left. So here's a spot where now on the biggest play of the game, if you're the Raiders, I, you got to take a timeout unless you're just going to let the two minute warning and, and use that yourself. That may be what uh, what Josh McDaniels chooses to do. It's the fifth time the Chargers have sacked Derek Carr today. They've also forced him into three interceptions, and the Raiders will use that two-minute warning to talk about this fourth down play. So it's 24 to 19. Jumping back to what's happening in Nashville, you're right, making the Titans use those timeouts. Saquon Barkley gets down to the one-yard line on first and goal. Tennessee did use their timeout in the previous play. It'll be second and goal, and I would assume that the Titans will end up uh, using their uh, second timeout in, in that scenario. This should be a good, good Is win for, for the Giants if they were to able to pull this out in Nashville. Go ahead, George. Oh, for sure. But uh, I would not mind another Kyler Murray touchdown before the game's over. <laughs> or even a Dalvin Cook long long run while they're trying to salt the game away. I'll take that too. I or, never, I, or a Darren Waller t- touchdown here. Either either one of those would be absolutely fine. I loved today's game, but I didn't think that we would be here at 7.15 Eastern time, 7.14 Eastern time, and not talking about Vikings-Packers. But that's where Why we are. Why didn't you think that? Because I just I thought it would be a good game. Like it, it and not that not that the Mm-mm. Titans and Giants wouldn't the other games wouldn't be good, but this is such a this is I mean this this no, game is so I, big for Minnesota. Yeah, like it, it yeah. really it, like it really is because you wonder how Green Bay is going to respond. There was a lot of hype about the Vikings, a lot of talk about Kirk Cousins, and guess what? They've lived up to it. They've and and the the Packers woes that that we thought that maybe they could have. They were evident. Aaron Rodgers was mad in the first half. So so to me, it's very, very surprising. Bootleg, touchdown pass, and the Giants are in the end zone. Chris Myarek, the touchdown reception from Daniel Jones. So now it is a 20-19 game with a minute six left on the clock. It appears the Giants will be kicking the extra point and trying to tie this one up at 20 apiece. 
Wow. The, this I just the point about the Green Bay and, and Minnesota thing is I just thought it would be a closer game. Oh, I, I did. The stakes I, were highest. No, in, no, in no, one. no, no. Be, be, because Dan, you you missed the thing that we talked about earlier, which was Aaron Rodgers not playing in the preseason for the past few years. In the beginning of the season, it's always relax, guys. I know we got beat up, but. Don't worry about it. Chill. And I knew that this was going to be one of those don't worry about it. Chill games, relax games, because that's just how they start the season. And the Raiders Chargers game the for the last few weeks, I've been talking about that. This was the game that I was looking forward to the entire week on the entire weekend slate. This is the game that I've been looking forward to. So let's bring it. The Giants are going to go for two and the Raiders are facing a fourth down. So the Giants' fourth down attempt is Saquon Barkley getting into the end zone on a shovel pass. It also it appeared that the Titans may have uh, had a face mask penalty on him, but the Giants get in, so it's 21-20 Giants. As for what's happening in L.A., Derek Carr sacked on a fourth and eight play, lost Whoa. the football, so the Chargers. Raiders have two timeouts left, but effectively the Chargers can run at least a minute off of this clock and uh, maybe with a first down, no. likely would end the game. No face mask on Barkley. It was a grab of the uh, the jersey. It appeared to be his face mask. But a well, lot not going quite on right a now. minute. But they can get the ball back with like a minute and a minute and fifteen seconds left. Well, the Chargers are going to be able to at least run forty seconds off because the Raiders only have two timeouts. Yeah. So at least with that, so 40 seconds will be oh, gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was a minute and 52 left. Yes. So, yeah, so they can get the ball back with about a minute left. So Saquon Barkley cashes in on the two-point conversion. So now the Titans, down one, will get the football with a minute six left. They have one timeout. The Chargers have the ball at the Raiders' 28-yard line, and Austin Eckler carries it down to about the 22-yard line. So – now just about four yards away from a first down and able to seal the deal. The Chiefs with that 44-21 lead have now taken Patrick Mahomes out of the game. So Chad Henney is Thank in God. taking snaps. <laughs> Thank for God. Kansas Get him City. out. Green Get him Bay. out. Green Bay unable to cash in. Minnesota's taken over control of the football. Second down and 10 from their own 40-yard line as they have the lead with 3.37 left to go. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a timeout, tell you how things end in L.A., and tell you what happens with the Titans as they try to come back from this one-point deficit as the Giants are up 21-20. to All of that coming up next year on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. 
Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's George Reister, the NFL vet. Let's get right to it. Live from the TireRack.com studios as the Titans are now in Giants territory. Down one, 21 to 20. 18 seconds left to go. They've gotten down to the Giant 27-yard line. Ryan Tannehill throwing a dime as the Titans may have an opportunity to salvage and survive against the Giants team. They got some big, big plays from Saquon Barkley today, but maybe one of the biggest plays that we have seen from Ryan Tannehill hooking up with Kyle Phillips on a gain of about 20 yards to put them in at field goal range. Now the Titans have just used their final timeout. Wow, Phillips got out of bounds in, in this scenario, but the Titans had a timeout, George, that they could, if you wanted to run Derrick Henry, if you wanted to set the football up on a certain hash, you would be able to do that and then just call timeout. But now the Titans have used their final timeout with 18 seconds left to go. Should be plenty of time, but we've seen teams botch this sort of stuff before and let the clock run out. We'll see how the Titans handle this with a first and 10 at the Giants' 27-yard line. Yeah, and the the Giants, now going for two was important, but that's also one of those things that, that is like that being down actually made the other team be more, made, made the Titans be more aggressive. Sure. You know I mean? like, yes. So if, if it were a tie game, they may not have been as aggressive in trying to uh, score well, as opposed to if they were down. And so what the Titans did, they ran a little uh, play. So Tannehill got to the right hash mark. They did get the ball spotted in time, and he is going to snap it and spike it with four seconds left. So Randy Bullock's going to come on. The Giants have two timeouts. We'll see if freezing the kicker will work or not. Sometimes if you don't use the timeout, it may just be uh, freezing the kicker. think you're going to do so. But Randy Bullock's going to have about a 47-yard attempt to win this game for Tennessee against the Giants. Uh, Man. Dan, I, yes. I, um, I meant to bring up earlier when we were talking to Adam Kaplan about the Bengals game because I have some thoughts about this but the, the the Bengals game earlier because I was just like and, and and I know we'll get to the ending of that in a minute. Yeah, the and, and it's funny you mentioned the Bengals because it was a couple of years ago that Randy Bullock had an opportunity against the Chargers. Remember um, to to win the game for Cincinnati uh, when he was a member of that team and missed the field goal badly, and 
And that was the Bengals of two years ago, not the Super Bowl Bengals. I believe it was two years ago. Um, and the Chargers got a win in Cincinnati. But now Randy Bullock in a week one situation. Giants used one timeout. Bullock did not get the free kick on that one. The kick is up, and it is no good. The Giants have beaten the Titans in Nashville. Yo. Wow. Brian Dable getting win number one. Uh, this is this is where the Titans screwed up. They, they they ended up that that timeout, George. I am telling you, I am telling you, was an issue because you couldn't run a play to gain any yards, like be, because you couldn't you couldn't stop the clock anymore. If you had the ability to run a play, you could have run Derrick Henry over right guard, put the ball on that hash, but at least you would have gotten a little bit closer. Instead. They end up having to use the timeout. Bullock's field goal just missed. I mean, it was, it was long enough, obviously, 47 yards out. But, but swung across, drew it too much to the left, and the Giants rally for a win and beat the Titans in Nashville. But that timeout, that use of that final timeout, which you didn't think they would, they would have needed but they, because uh, Phillips got out of bounds on that last play, I think it ends up costing them big time here. If, if they're four yards closer than they were on this field goal attempt that I know if you're in your car you can't see, if they're four yards closer, that kick is good. It's, it is good. You wouldn't have lost the two yards that Tannehill just had to take to take a knee so you could get a place. You maybe would have gained two yards with Derrick Henry running the football. But I think the Titans cost themselves there by having to use their final timeout. Man. Yes. Yeah, because they could have ran a whole nother play. It's wild, man. Yeah, yes. That is week one in the National Football League with all of the uh, late games now in the books. We're going to come up with our uh, See You on Wednesday player of the week. That's going to be after Monsi gives us the update. But before we even go to Monsi, we got to go to our executive producer, Bo Benson, who's giving us our final look at some fantasy numbers for week one of the NFL season. We've done the hits and misses from the early games. Bo is going to lay on us some of the stars and some of the interesting numbers that we've got from some of the late games. Go, go, go! Fantasy hits and misses. All right, Bo, what do you got? All right, there's uh, mostly expected names here in the late games. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 34.9 points. Uh, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to miss a beat after the uh, offseason where he lost sure. his, yeah. his Tyree Kill and everybody. Didn't seem like it. You know, uh, Justin Herbert had a cool 23.26 uh, points, so he's doing uh, he's doing Justin Herbert things. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 19 points today. He's finally showing up. Uh Ryan Bershinger had a snide comment towards him as he was leaving today because I guess he had him last year and didn't have oh, him this year. I've had him for the last two years. Yeah. And uh, today put I had him on – he's a keeper in a keeper league of mine, so I had to hold on to him for a couple of years. Kept him on the bench today. Oh, there you go. by me. There you go. Yeah. The uh, surprise entry today in our late games, uh, welcome back Saquon Barkley. He had a very large game today, uh, 27.4 points in fantasy. So that's good to see. Uh, and then at our wide receiver spot, Justin Jefferson uh, – Killed it today. 30 points from him just all over the field. And Devontae Adams, who, you know, is good enough to force feed the ball, I guess, if you need to, even in the Raiders' loss. So I want you to give me Jefferson's numbers. Here's what Barkley did today. 18 carries, 164 yards, a touchdown, a two-point conversion. Barkley also had six catches for 30 yards. 
I, I think he's healthy. I think he's fully healthy <laughs> yeah, right. uh, this year. What were what were Jefferson's numbers today? Jefferson had nine receptions for 184 yards with two touchdowns. I swear th- that was all before halftime. Yeah. I mean, like, like it, it I, really was. I believe I saw he had 158 yards in the first half. So, yeah, but, oh. but still, uh, average of 20 yards, a long of 64 Wow! Yeah, he, uh, he was all over the place. There it is, your uh, your fantasy uh, late window numbers that you need to know. Thank you very much, Bo Benson. George, we're going to get to your thoughts on that Bengals uh, game against the Steelers earlier today. We're going to also give you our See You on Wednesday players of week one. Let's jump over to the news desk, though. We switch the band. We say, hey, band, play a different song because Monty Bolaños <laughs> is here uh, to give us the latest of what is happening. What's going on, Monty? Oh, well, that was a crazy game, the Giants and the Titans. Yeah, they took the lead with a two-point conversion late in the fourth quarter. I have Saquon Barkley in one of my fantasy leagues. I had him like three years ago, and when he got hurt, it was awful. So I'm glad he feels better. Uh, But there was a video on Twitter of Brian Dable just yelling at Daniel Jones on the bench like it did not look good this was about 30 minutes ago and then they came out and won so whatever Brian Dable told (laughs) Daniel Jones but it did not look good he looked like his hands were swinging he was just yelling at him and and Daniel Jones's face looked he didn't even respond so whatever he said it must have worked the Chargers beat the Raiders 24 to 19 Justin Herbert completed 26 of 34 passes for 279 yards and three touchdowns. Derek Carr completed 22 of 37 for 295 yards, two touchdowns, but was sacked five times. The Chiefs, they beat the Cardinals easily 44 to 21. Patrick Mahomes, 30 of 39 for 360 yards, five touchdowns. Isaiah Pacheco, he had his first touchdown for the Chiefs today, and he went crazy, and then Patrick Mahomes, like, sprinted to the end zone to get the ball to make sure that he could get his first touchdown ball, and then gave it to him. So he got to keep his first touchdown ball amazing and the Vikings as you were saying Dan I thought this was going to be a more exciting game I did I I was expecting to see a little bit more especially out of Aaron Rodgers but the Vikings beat the Green Bay Packers 23 to 7 Aaron Rodgers completed 22 of 34 passes for 195 yards one interception no touchdowns no bueno and then they even played Jordan Love. So you know no bueno. No bueno for sure. Earlier today, the Eagles, they beat the Lions. The Commanders beat the Jaguars. The Saints, they beat the Falcons. Jameis Winston was 23 of 34 for 269 yards and two touchdowns. The Bears, they beat the 49ers in a heavy rainstorm. Bears quarterback Justin Fields at the end. You could see him sliding on the field from all the rain like and all the mud. Almost. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's actually how I learned to slide in softball. It was a rainy day and my coach took us to the park and he was like start sliding this is how you're gonna learn Wait, so you're not you afraid were, you were an athlete uh, oh we're gonna fight oh we're gonna fight uh, what do you mean how am i supposed to know that i i've mentioned well i guess you weren't don't listen to me but that's fine that's fine yeah man oh, 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 um man, you want to know you ready you ready for this that's i was funny. on i was on varsity as a freshman on my basketball team and my volleyball team all right Baller. good job Monty. thank you and i could have done softball school? i went to gar in cerritos Okay. I went to Gar High School, and I probably could have gotten on the varsity team in softball, but I hated softball. I absolutely, I thought it was so boring, but I played it because I didn't want to have PE, 
You know what I mean? So I just played a year round of sport and I just kept playing. But I thought softball was super boring. Anyway, back to some of the games earlier today. Yes, two <laughs> games went into overtime. Colts and Texans ended in a tie. The Steelers beat the Bengals. Roller coaster of a game. They won with the field goal in overtime. Steelers, TJ uh, Watt, excuse me, he tore his pec and he will have an MRI, um, an MRI on Monday. But good news for running back Najee Harris. He did seem to get hurt towards the end of the game, but the NFL Network reported that it's not a big deal. And Najee, yes. Najee, Najee Harris. Najee yes. Harris, yes. What did I say? Something else. No, you just had the wrong emphasis. Oh, I said. Najee. Najee. Oh, well, I'm so, okay. It's all good. Oh, okay. It's all good. No, thank you, thank you. Ravens beat the Jets 24-9. Lamar Jackson saying, pay me, give me my money. 17 of 30 for 213 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Dolphins beat the Patriots 20-7. And the Browns beat the Panthers with a last-second field goal 26-24. to Back to you guys. She's Lamar our four-year starter, Monty Bolaños. Get her on Twitter. Bud. <laughs> <laughs> At Monty Bolaños. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. We are live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio studios. The Bengals and Steelers. I don't know if it was a classic. It was a darn good game where Pittsburgh wins it at the end of overtime with that field goal. Joe Burrow throws four interceptions since he turns it over five times. You had a point to make about the, uh, the defending AFC champions. Oh, that this felt and, and remember, we talked about this, that to me, this felt very obvious that this team was not going to be anywhere close to reach the heights that they did last last year. I thought last year was an accident. If the Chiefs, if Andy Reid doesn't abandon the run in the second half, they they beat the Bengals and, and Patrick Mahomes had the worst half of his entire career. But but the reality is, though, Dan, is that uh, Joe, Joe Burrow, who got sacked an enormous amount of times last year and then the, his rookie year ended up getting his knee blown out because he was getting hit so, so much. He was under fire today. I mean, under immense pressure all game, whether they were bringing four, whether they blitzed and he got sacked sacked. seven times. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. Yes, sack seven times and then hit probably at least another seven. That is not the long-term recipe for having a starting quarterback because we've 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 seen what happens when your quarterback gets hit for a long time, a lot of times, and uh, and we lost one of the great young players in the league because of that. In the, uh, in Andrew Luck, sure, sure, it's. <laughs> To, if if he goes on getting sacked seven times a game, yeah, he's not going to make it through the season. It's not yeah, going to happen. Yeah, and his and career is going to get TJ, cut short, which is even yeah, an even bigger problem. And not every team has T.J. Watt, even though he had the, the injury today. But we know he can get after the quarterback. But but still, you're 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 in a di- you're in a division that has Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney, specifically Miles Garrett. Uh, you're also going up against Baltimore Ravens. Um, yeah, you know your your point is very very well taken. Like the 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 road of going back to a Super Bowl as a loser, I always think is you didn't win the Super Bowl. Now you got to go and do everything that you did last year to get you there. And I think that's very difficult to bounce back from. And that's why we see uh, teams that lose in the Super Bowl really have a difficult time the next year because you have to go through all of the trials and tribulations that you had the year before. And if you got a bunch of breaks, they're probably not going to go your way the next season. 
It's just very, very difficult to repeat. It's going to be very difficult to repeat if your quarterback's being sacked seven times. Again, yes. And that's what happened today. A very astute point by, by George Reister. My and that CUI- was their problem last year, though, too. Yeah, I mean, again, it's the Titans. They somehow still beat Tennessee despite, what, he was sacked eight times in that divisional playoff game. So, it, yeah, it, it has been it, it has been a, a, a big-time problem and will be one. T. Higgins, by the way, left that game today against Pittsburgh with a concussion. So, uh, you know, so they were even down a weapon as Joe Burrow was trying to uh, uh, to survive things. By the way, Carlos Alcaraz just won the U.S. Open, beating Casper uh, Ruud in four sets. He is George Reister. I'm Dan Bayer. Each week during Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, George and I give you a Player of the Week award, but we call it a See You on Wednesday award because when you have a good week in the NFL, sometimes the coach comes in and gives you a speech and says, see you guys on Wednesday, meaning you have Monday off. You have not only Monday off, but you have Tuesday off. George, I'm going to start out my See You on Wednesday Player of Week 1 Comes from the nation's capital. I know it wasn't pretty. What? Carson Wentz, four touchdown passes, 313 yards, including a late touchdown that put them over the top against Jacksonville. Carson Wentz, my see you on Wednesday player of the week for week one. Wow. Yes. Well, that is did hey, I steal hey, yours? Did I, did... No, 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 okay. no, 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 absolutely not. I'm just shocked that that's who you chose, that that's who you chose to be your champion. And, and But but the cool part is, is that you did choose him because he probably won't ever be chosen again <laughs> for the rest of the season. <laughs> it's like, like an NBA all-star. If there's a borderline, like I think it should go for the guy who's probably not going to make it next year as opposed to the guy that's made it nine, nine times already. Uh, no, nah, man, I'm going with the nine times. And I'm going with the nine-time champ, uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. No Tyreek Hill. Oh, my God, the Chiefs' offense is going to be terrible. Man, 360 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. Oh, everything's going to fall apart because Tariq Hill's gone. Man, I told everybody that was nonsense because he played well even when Tariq Hill was out in previous seasons. Man, come on, man. I know that the Arizona Cardinals were down a bunch of players, but come on. It it doesn't matter. Nine different receivers uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, completed passes to today on their way to that 44-21 route of the Arizona Cardinals. He's George Reister, the NFL vet. Get him on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me, Dan Beyer, on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Foxes. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, your MVPs, not most valuable players. We're talking plays. That's next on Fox. Fox Sports, Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Come to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Get George on Twitter at George Reister. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. We'll get to our MVPs in a second. Tomorrow night, Russell Wilson and the Broncos go to Seattle to face Russell's old team, the Seahawks. Uh, Who gets the last laugh tomorrow night in that Monday Night Affair, George? Maybe uh, for the first time this season, George has muted his mic. It won't be the last, but it will be the uh, the the first time that we've had. Do you like the Do you like the Broncos or do you like the Seahawks in the Russell Wilson return tomorrow night in Seattle on Monday Night Football? 
Oh man, I I like Seattle. I I, I didn't mean Ooh. Seattle. I meant Russell Russell Wilson oh. to absolutely destroy Seattle. Not not Seattle to uh, win. That this is not a Baker Mayfield situ- situation because first first thing is the Browns team is actually better than the Panthers team. Like like we can agree with that, right? Sure. That the, okay. that the that the rosters are better, and we got to make this quick because we got to get to our MVPs. So. Oh yeah, duh. yeah. So yeah, so that the yeah. So give me Russell Wilson uh, getting a victory against his old team. Maybe uh yeah, maybe the Broncos a little well more equipped than the Panthers, but I expected more from the Panthers defense today. Just didn't bring it. Time now for our MVPs of Week One. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Let's go. Most valuable plays. Browns at Panthers. Snap back. He's into it. Line drive. End over end. The kick is up and it is. And it is is good. Can you get the field goal from 58 yards out? Browns Radio Network. 49ers at Bears. Pivoting to set up a throw. Wide open near side. Pass is caught. There's Pettis to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the end zone. Wow! Justin Fields to a wide open Dante Pettis. WBBM News Radio, 780 AM and 105.9 FM Bears Radio Network. Steelers at Bengals. Good snap down. Kick is on its way. That kick is long enough. High enough, and it is it's good. good! The kick is good. good! The Steelers survive in Cincinnati! WDVE 102.5 FM Steelers Radio Network. Eagles and Lions. Hurts gives it on side. Plunging forward, Miles Sanders, touchdown! 94 WIP Eagles Radio Network. Colts at Texans. Ryan out of the gun. First and 10 to 15. Ryan, RPO, throws up field for Michael Pittman Jr. Circles out of the tackle. Dives across the goal line. Touchdown! Colts Radio Network. Ravens at Jets. Jackson off the play fake. Drifts to the right. Steps up, throwing deep. He's looking for Bateman at the 10. Bateman has it. Touchdown, Ravens! 98 Rock Ravens Radio Network. Jaguars at Commanders. Lawrence takes the snap, steps back. Sweat busts through the side again. Forces Lawrence to his left. He throws down the field. And that one picked is off. picked off. Picked off. Picked off by Derek Ford. A huge turnover for Washington. Big 100 Commanders Radio Network. Patriots at Dolphins. Devontae Parker in motion. Back to Strowblitz coming to go. The ball's out. Touchdown Miami. Ingram picked it up on the bounce. Dolphins Radio Network. Saints at Falcons. Snap is down. Kick is up and it's blocked. It's blocked, but the Falcons get it, but now it's over. Now it's over. Now it's over. Congratulations, Dennis Allen. Welcome to the Saints Atlanta rivalry. WWL Saints Radio Network. Chiefs at Cardinals. Mahomes firing at left side. He wants Jody Fortson. Comes back to the ball. Caught. Touchdown. Kansas City. Jody Fortson. And he tastes the sweet nectar of the end zone. 1065 The Wolf and the Chiefs Radio Network. Packers at Vikings. Play action. Kirk back to pass. He'll throw right. Look at that. Jefferson uncovered. 2015-10. Dances to the right to the five. 
Fan Minneapolis and the Vikings Radio Network. Raiders at Chargers. Start a pass, looking left, holds the ball, throws left, and that ball is intercepted! Intercepted for the third time today. Bryce Callahan, welcome to the Chargers. KYSR All 98.7 Chargers Radio Network. Giants at Titans. Jones takes the snap, rolls right, shovel pass for Barkley. Barkley in for the two-point conversion. And the Giants have the lead 21-20 with 106 to go. That's playing the win there, Bob. WFAN Giants Radio Network. The most valuable plays. Gibbles for everybody. This is Fox Football Sunday. I almost feel bad that we didn't really talk about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, but when you beat the Jets, uh, that was expected, so sometimes that happens. All right, George, I left tonight's game for the end. Buccaneers and Cowboys uh, could be the final week one of Tom Brady's career. What goes down in Big D tonight between Tampa and Dallas? Do we have George? Did he mute his mic again? I'll tell you what I think goes down. I don't think that the... Buccaneers and Cowboys are going to play the type of game that we saw open up at the end of last season. I actually think we may see kind of a defensive affair, especially with some of the rush that Tampa's had in Dallas trying to figure things out with now C.D. Lamb, the number one target. Don't expect to see the fireworks that you saw a week ago. And I actually just think that Tom Brady's Buccaneers are a little bit better than Dallas and they get the win tonight against them boys. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. Like yeah, that, but I also am, I am still shaky on Tom Brady this, this season, not in terms of does he still have it? it it's more like, are, are the factors surrounding things going to allow him to be as a hundred percent focused on football as he would like to be? Well, if he is rusty tonight, uh, all of the conversations, the players we had today, whether it be Baker Mayfield or Tua, good or bad, the conversation tomorrow will be about Tom Brady. We'll be talking about him tonight as well here on Fox Sports Radio. For George Reister, I'm Dan Beyer. Talk to you in week two on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.